Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Thursday morning Envy Pro call. Today is September 9th, and I'd like to welcome those of you that are here live, as well as those of you listening to this via recording, which of course you can do. Many of you do. So hello to you. <laughs> so you're, if you're listening to this, you, you know how you can do it because you're already listening. But there are other ways. Whatever uh, podcast application you choose to use, of course, and motivitality.com where you can listen to years and years and years worth of the archives. Um, definitely love having you on live, though, because I, you know, we like it if there's a discussion um and uh you know we can chat and talk and it's kind of nice so um but i'm going to start the call off the way i do every week which except the, the weeks that we have a guest of course um which is by asking was there anything anybody learned this last week that you wish you had known before anything that happened that's worthy of sharing with other professionals across the country or any any questions we can help you with any uh anything <clears throat> anything at all we can help with Excuse me, my allergies are a little going crazy today too. So, um, uh, anybody have anything? Actually, I do. Go ahead, Stacy. That time of year that people start moving into their new houses, and you have a lot of those city folk that don't understand how what happens with a well. So if you're on any of like the Facebook chatter groups for a community, I responded to three people with well problems yesterday. I booked one appointment. Just on just chatting, not pushing, just giving them some answers and you know explaining things to them. One was on an aneroid rod because they put in a new water heater and had a smell. But out of three that I responded to, I booked one appointment. So just keep an eye out because people are asking all sorts of questions to these groups that most of these people in these groups have no clue. But, so. Actually, that's a really great point. So this is the time. So a lot of times people, I mean, for real estate, it's a big, this a big time for, you know, August, July and August, people were moving into homes. They were trying to get moved in before their kids started school in a new district. And, and so they're coming into these, these new homes. That's, a lot of the new homes that they started building earlier in the year are completed and people are moving in now. Um, and so you're right. I bet you the, the chatter would be uh, kind of uh, ramped up. Maria, I know you do a lot of the moms groups and a lot of the groups. Are you seeing any like an uptick in people talking about water or water issues? I know in your area you're primarily municipal water all over the place and people aren't typically moving from wells necessarily to city water. Um, I know that's where, Stacy, it's, I think you're going kind of the opposite, right? People are going from city water to, to well water where they wouldn't have a different, or they wouldn't know what's going on. Um, Maria, are you seeing an uptick in, on your groups? Uh, a little. A little. I mean, it goes, you know, basically somebody will, you know, it's when there is a post or something um, and then people respond to it. So Yeah, so I'm curious, in both, Stacey, you're on there on the chatter and Maria, you're on there. Stacey, uh, you said you, you actually set, you know, an appointment and you responded. How do you respond? Because I know a lot of those groups, they... They don't, and Jen, you do a lot of that too. Um, I know, you know, not from a sales perspective, but you're on there. But how do you, um, 
and this might be a topic for a, you know a larger call, but you know when somebody comes on when they have a question, you know, hey, what do, what do you do about water, you know, about filtering water or whatever, whatever question they happen to ask, how do you respond without it sounding salesy or like you're not just trolling the the um, the groups as um, you know in an effort to make a sale? What what do you say? How do you start the conversation? I don't even push the appointment. So this one started out with she had rust staining. And so we basically just talked about that. And it turns out she has a softener. And when I mentioned, well, if you have a softener, either it's not equipped to handle the kind of iron you have, because I explained there's, you know, I put it in more layman's terms, you know, soluble and insoluble iron or clear water iron, like that. I said, and and hardness, I said, if it's not taking care of the iron, you either have a different kind of iron than it can handle or it's not working properly or you have more iron. And I said, that just really requires a test. And I, she pops back after a couple more answers and back and forth. So what, is the te- what does it cost to have you come out and test my water? Because yeah. I don't charge for any of the in-home tests. So I let yeah. her basically ask. I do offer free water tests for people. I offered a free one to the other day to someone was saying that she still had um, some issues even though she had a one of our systems, a softener and an RO, and I said, I am more than happy to come out and check and see if it needs the settings tweaked or anything like that for you free of charge. We do that yeah. for our customers. <clears throat> so, so I try not to be in the least until they look like they really need some more help. Does it ever prompt, you know, do you ever get into like a, I mean, are there other competitors on there that pop in and disagree or or that are competing for that, you know, for that expert uh, spot? Because I I, I know that that's what happens. People, they begin to recognize you and you probably even get some referrals from it, right? You know, do people tag you on a comment sometimes and stuff like that? I have, especially I have old customers that will tag me on comments all the time. Yeah. Um, and um, I actually had a competitor yesterday when we were on the Anoid Rod one that popped in and said, exactly correct. Ah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, that's always nice, right? That's when when somebody says what she said or or something like that, yeah. That's yeah. that's perfect. Um, Jen, I know you run into that sometimes on oh yours, right? Where people. Yeah. So this was, I, you know, for the past two weeks, I've been thinking, oh, I need to, I, I knew there was something I wanted to talk about. <laughs> this reminded yeah. me. So somebody on the next door app had jumped on and said something about, um, they were saying, hey, I had my water tested and I have le- high levels of arsenic. Um I have uh, 0.16 on my arsenic, and we all know that 0.1 is what causes, you know, or is is the level. And so, but he was completely and totally freaked out about it. And so, you know, have your water tested. It's so important. And I had somebody out to my house, and they told me that I have to get a whole house system and all this other stuff. So I jumped on, and I gave my professionals it's okay here's the what's going here's what arsenic is and this is the you know 
talked about it arsenic again in layman's terms and so then a couple other people were popping on and saying yeah and somebody's like somebody needs to call the news i mean my gosh do they know about this and i'm like oh <laughs> you know yes i do i know and i'm like okay so it's controlled by you know the epa so i went into more of the and i started giving and i said um you know, I'm certified through the National Water Quality Association. And that's the other part is I give my credentials first. I'm certified by the nation and, you know, I'm certified water specialist. Um, anyway, so somebody popped in. Um, one of the local that um, I don't think have the best uh they use here and he says well you know um, you don't want to wash your hands or bathe or shower in water because it's going to get and yeah like, so really you're breaking up a, a lot jen but you said the person came on and said that said you don't want to wash hands or take a shower in it correct yes yes, yes. and so that just turned into a and it turned into a um, I know what I'm talking about. And, you know, so I started giving different, um, you know, the EPA, the USGS, different studies. I had about 10 of them that I had listed. And um, what was nice is somebody finally popped on and asked him, you know, so what studies do you have that show that it can be absorbed through skin? And then he, he never responded to that. And then I started yeah. having people ask me for my my number, and I'm like, I don't sell. <laughs> so yeah, I don't sell I'm just them. giving you the yeah. facts. You know, and that was yeah. the thing that I had said. Why are you using scare tactics to sell your equipment that I that's so unethical? And he didn't like that. Um, but anyway, just somebody so you know from the area. It's somebody I I've known has been in the industry for many many years, and I've also yeah. known um, some of the the people that some of the field professionals that we have trained have gone up against yeah. him and yeah. he is the skull and crossbones and it yeah. makes me up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and so it, that's, I think keeping it professional, I know this wasn't our topic today, but I love this topic. This is, this is so great to know. So Maria, what experience do you run into that where you have, do you have competitors that pop on or, how do you, when you get the question, because I know you've been extremely successful with with using like the moms groups and stuff, you you get a ton of referrals from those. Um, what do you, how do you approach it and, you know, how do you start the conversation and do you run into, you know, competitors or somebody out there that, you know, is, that wants to make it about a, a sale, a competitive sales thing? Um, well, I run into the scare tactics a lot. Um, chromium six and people bring. Um, I mean, he people that I've on gone the, against. So there's have, somebody have, on the moms groups or on the on the public the Facebook groups and stuff. You see that kind of discussion. So I don't really. Well, again, a lot of times the post might be a little scary, but uh, for the most part, I mean, I run into it in the homes. Like I'll come after people that are have used those scare tactics that. You know, the yeah. people are, like, petrified as I walk in, and they came in with all these horror stories and articles and um, things that, you know, and so, and, and then stuff that just isn't true. So, 
you know, I really, I try to focus on what's real. And then I, even when I leave, I send them documentation on the reality, you know, so that, you know. Yeah. No, good, good discussion. You guys, I love that. And I, I've always thought, you know, when I was way back when I was in sales, this wasn't something that they really had, you know, that kind of public forum, but for those of you listening in where you have gated communities, you know, there are almost always that's like in Florida or, um, you know, a lot of the Arizona, I know there's a lot of gated communities. They all have a, a public Facebook group. You know, all of these subdivisions, all of these associations, they have a group like that. And if you have a sale in there and a customer in there, ask if you can, you know, it's, it's a lot of times by invitation only to get into those groups. <clears throat> and and that is one of the ways if you can get into those groups that's that's such a, a a great opportunity to join the discussion and make yourself a professional and and just get a ton of business from that so um excellent uh, discussion thank you stacy for bringing that one up that's that's great anybody else have any other topics before we get into our main topic today So I wanted to talk today, this this came up uh, um, a couple times, you know, it's not uncommon for, um, for I know Jen and I and Corey do a ton of training and, you know, we go out and we'll, we'll ride with somebody and we'll teach them all the, the, the demonstrations and the, the water test and everything in the test kit. Um, recently I was working with a client and one of the people that I had trained and hadn't been out with in a little while brought back a test kit um, after after they were no longer with us and the test kit was frankly immaculate Um, not immaculate because this person kept it really clean it was immaculate because I don't know that it had ever been opened in the home now, to be fair, uh, this client uses both a spin touch and a, um, you know, they we we issue uh, the spin touch, which is the electronic um, digital testing lab, as well as the, um, you know, the demo kit that has the the old, I hate to say old way, because in a lot of ways, it's a better, it's a better test kit. Um, you know, we can talk about the difference between, and, and we have, in fact, on this call, the difference between the spin touch and the and the lab, uh, you know, the demo kit. But but one of my big fears with using something like the spin touch is that nobody, you know, that people get away from using the demos, the demonstrations. And, um, you know, I, I think that it's important so let me just I'm going all in a bunch of different directions here, but let me sort of hone into what I'm what I'm saying, what I want to talk about here. Um, the you know the uh, demonstrations. I, I'm not a huge fan of the three hour long uh, sales presentation that all the manufacturers seem to want to teach somebody. Right where you come in and you you do the precipitation in the soap flask. I mean it's a, it's a the you know two hour two to three hour long presentation. And it, it, to me it it casts a fishnet and uh, fishnet and hopes that you're going to catch some sales and it does catch some sales every once in a while. 
but it's all about just telling the customer everything and showing them stuff and telling them and 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 it's not customer centric it doesn't ask questions specifically about their needs it, it just you cast this big net out there and hope that you stumble across something that hits a pain point for them and, and makes them want to buy your system um, it's not it's just not customer centric um, and so I I'm not a fan of that presentation I am a fan though of doing some of the demonstrations so that you can explain in fact I think we have a responsibility to explain the you know what we're doing and for example you know those of you that have known me a while know that I hop on my soapbox when it comes to uh, you know plastic consumption and, and you know the fact that when you're selling water softener we use 75% less soap in a in a dishwasher and in a laundry and and you know even shampoos and and that's 75% less plastic to store the soap it's 75% less fuel to ship the soap it's it's just it makes a difference when we it's more than just selling a water softener it's it's actually making a difference in the world you know when we put in a reverse osmosis system we're reducing the need to buy as much bottled water and 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 uh, you know just a little asterisk on that I'm not anti bottled water I think that there's a real important place for the bottled water a solid strong bottled water industry within the water treatment industry um, but you know you think about all the natural disasters the hurricanes that we've had and and you know the the flooding you know that destroys the municipal systems I mean without a, bottle, a strong bottled water infrastructure in place these people would be screwed they wouldn't have any any potable water to drink I mean you just can't you can't filter at that level you know so I'm not I'm not opposed to the bottled water industry I just think that we can reduce it but every time we put in a drinking water system or uh, a water softener we have very real impacts on on the environment on the economy on everything I mean what we do matters it's way more than just selling water softeners and drinking water systems and and so I think that if you're just going in selling water softeners and drinking water systems you're and you're not explaining at least touching on the fact that a customer you know if you're not talking about soap usage in some way in demonstrating that the customer should be using less soap in their home then now you've not you've done them a disservice okay they 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 don't understand they just bought a water softener they don't really understand what it is um, and the demonstrations in many cases are what would show the the difference in soap usage in you know in soap consumption and so I, I really think that it's important to do certain demonstrations you know to if you're in an area where there's you know the, the, the tea demonstration or the soap demonstration or I mean there's there's a few of them that really bring home the water test and explain it in a way that it has a, a lasting impression on the customer so um, so somewhere in between not doing demonstrations at all and doing the big two and a half hour you know uh, magic show and, and I understand why people like the spin touch because they they go in there it's a lot faster you can do the appointment you know the presentation a lot faster you can get it done um, 
but many times the customer is not understanding exactly what they're seeing. So here's my question to to you guys out there. I I want to know first off. Let's let's approach it this way. Are are we coming into a time in our industry where the demonstrations are no longer important or necessary? Okay, so I, I I just gave you my opinion. I believe they are necessary. In fact, I think it's irresponsible not to do some of them. But but I that's that's just one opinion on this call, and I'm curious: Are demonstrations less important than they used to be? Um, and and if 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 so or if not what demonstrations are still important to do and how do you how do you do them and are you are you only doing them when somebody's watching that's the thing that that i really was you know i put on the title and when i when i posted this out on social media is i i wonder how many of you are only doing the demonstrations when somebody's checking on you to see if you're doing the demonstrations or are you doing them in most of the homes so I mean, there's a there's a lot to unpack there, but I'm I'm hoping to have some discussion from you guys and and some thoughts on it. What what are your what are your opinions? I do them 99.99% of the time. What do you mean gonna, them? What what demonstrations? What which ones do you do? So I'm all I'm well I'm always doing the hardness test. I can't say I do demos. I'm doing the hardness test. I'm doing, if I'm on city, I'm doing chlorine. I'm doing the um, ferric and ferrous iron. If I'm on a well, um, pH, total dissolved but, solids. But Stacey, those are tests, okay? There's a those difference between yeah. a there's a difference between a test and a demonstration. A test True. gives you an actual number, quantifiable result. A demonstration, <laughs> you know, you do the hardness test and it tells you you have so many grains of hardness. A demonstration uh -huh. is then um, putting soap in the soap flask or running it through your mini to show the difference between soft water and hard water. Um, you know, so so, so I'm, I'm more interested in the demonstrations. Go ahead. I use the mini as much as I should, um, but I will do a lot of times if I'm doing it, I'll do like the washcloth, um, and I will do the um, soap flask. Okay, so you are pulling. So you're in an area where even on the municipal water, they've got 20 grains of hardness, though, right? Exactly. Uh huh. Yeah. So, so, so to show that one, the washcloth can be really, really powerful. And for those of you listening to this um, that may or may not know what a washcloth demo is, that's basically where you run water through the mini softener. Um, you pull soft water and you take a clean washcloth of the customers, one that's been recently washed, and you put it in the soft water. And you show how much soap is left in that washcloth, and it's significant. You know, it doesn't doesn't rinse the soap out because of all the the calcium in there, and the water turns out gray and like like dirty bath water. I mean, it pulls all that soap out of there. So it's it is a pretty pretty powerful demonstration um, for sure. So definitely. Um, so. You're you are doing the demos in just about every home. Then are you using the spin touch at all, Stacy? Are you using the um, the traditional demo kit? Um, I have never used the spin touch. We have one in the office, mm -hmm. yeah. and some of the younger people that you know don't want to learn really how to test the well water properly, yeah. the spin touch. But at least for a customer's point of view, for the customer side of it, at least they're getting the right equipment that way. Yeah, because. 
the, one of the guys wasn't even bothered to test anything in the first place. Yeah. And until the spin touch, um, I have I have used it. I went out to help and actually run the physical test opposed to the spin touch once because we were having a they had a problem with um, things working on a customer's house. Yeah. But other than that, I have never used it. Yeah. So who else? What? Any any other um, opinions or thoughts on this topic? Thanks, Bob. Hey, Bob. I think, um, well, you know what I do. Um, <laughs> I think you have yeah, anybody a competent of... that has an opinion? No, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you have a shelf life of time when you go into the home. Yeah. Where you got to get to the point, um, you know, where I am. A lot of the issues that we're getting called on are not visible. You know, it's yeah. not a, um, it's invisible. It's not a, uh, you know, with the wells out east, yeah. And um, like what I would do is use the spin touch, and then if there's a red flag on the spin touch, I break out, I'll drop test, or, you know, I'll, um, you know, I do an iron test. I mean, that's usually what I run into. It's either calcium or iron um, or NPH. And then I do the drop test to show them where they can physically see it on a chart. And um, that seems to be pretty effective. But I keep my testing, as you know, you know, I keep it, I do keep it short and sweet. Yeah. And I, you know, I think that's a good, that is a good point to a lot of it has to do with style and kind of your approach, you know, and your approach tends to be more of a, of a contractor's approach as opposed to a salesy approach, you know, and, and, and I think that does fit because people aren't necessarily expecting, you know, a sales pulling out something that seemed really salesy would, would completely contradict kind of your approach. Um, and I think that you make a good point about the, um, you know, if you're, I, I know in your area, sometimes you've got one or two grains of hardness in your water, in, in the water where you're working, right? So, you know, people are concerned about things that they're seeing. Maria, this is the case for you as well sometimes, right, that where um, people are seeing you know, they're they're hearing about PFOS and 1,4-Dioxane and things like that that you can't really do a field test for, right? You're just pulling that stuff out. Now, that being said, I think it's important when even to, you know, to show the chart. I know, Maria, you do this a lot where you show the hardness chart to show where it's at. Um, you know, what is... I, I, um, Jen and Stacy, where you're at, it's not uncommon for you guys to see uh, 20, 30 grains of hardness, right? Right. You know, and I can tell you um, on Long Island where Bob and Maria are, it's not uncommon for them to see three or four grains of hardness in the water, yet the vast majority of people still buy water softeners. And I think that that's a matter of perspective sometimes, too, that – Salespeople selling these things tend to forget 
Um, but, you know, how much hardness is required for it to be considered moderately hard water? Would anybody know? A little pop quiz here. How much hardness before it's moderately hard water? Three. Three and a half, yeah. Mm -hmm. Three and a half grains, right? So, you know, when you take, um, you put it in perspective, you know, if I remember that, I remember uh, when I was in sales, you know, my, my water at my house was 23 grains of, of hardness. Um, the, in Detroit, water was seven grains of hardness. And so I remember going to City Water in Detroit and going, oh, people are not going to buy water softeners here. It's only seven grains of hardness. It's not true. That's one and a half aspirin tablets worth of dissolved rock per gallon of water. You know, I mean, it, it, that's how much it takes, you know. So you multiply that by the amount of times they shower, and people do have hard water problems in, in the city. You know, um, will the soap demo work on five grains of hardness? Yep. Can you see a difference? Sure can. Absolutely. Um, hey, Kelly, so, Tony. Hey, Tony. Yeah. Um, I love this conversation, and I know we have less and less time in the home than ever before, but we all want referrals. Referrals close a lot more business, and it's those tests that you're doing, the demonstrations, I should say, that you're doing that get the customer talking to their friends and relatives and saying, hey, you got to see the soap test. You got to see the difference. Or you got to see the difference this guy did about my eyes. So you're, or this tea test is absolutely amazing. Those are the kind of things that people are going to talk about and tell other people about. They're not going to tell them about the numbers or their hardness or pH or TDS. Correct. Yeah. But when you're doing a good demonstration, those are things that are going to be memorable that somebody would have a lot better chance of referring you or telling somebody else about those particular things. And and to your point, Bob, in terms of time, because you're right, people are, you know, less and less, you know, they're willing to give an in-home salesperson less and less time um, these days. That's that's certainly been the case. Um, to But you, if you take, Tony, your point and your point, Bob, and kind of put them together, I wonder how effective it would be for referrals if you were able to do that demonstration after, you know, on the follow-up. So, for example, somebody had five grains of hardness in the water. They put in a, you, you know, you did not do that ahead of time, but you did that on the follow-up where you came in and said, hey, let me show you, and you pull their soft water out, and, and then you pull their hard water out, and you show them the difference right there, you know, with what, with their water, not with your stuff. Now they're really talking about it and that is a great time that would be a great time to do it too because of the um you know the reminding them to use less soap in their in their dishwasher and stuff like that any final thoughts or comments here you guys hey i uh, i really appreciate this call i love this kind of discussion i actually think that there would be a lot more that we could talk about on on this and kind of go into but had a lot of input today, so thank you so much, you guys. I really do appreciate it. Um, everybody be safe, and we will talk to you next week, if not before. So thanks, everybody. Thanks. All right.